Well, I'm delighted to be talking to you, Kevin Shortle. Kevin is the chief instructor at Kilkenny Karate Club. He's also the head coach of the JSK Ireland Karate Team, and they have a big event in Germany coming up shortly. So we're delighted to talk to Kevin. And Kevin, thanks for chatting to us. No, it's brilliant to be here. Thanks a million, Nicky. Now, karate is a sport that may not be well known to many of our listeners. So maybe describe the sport and the various disciplines within within the actual sport itself. Sure. Um, karate began in um, Okinawa um, and then eventually moved to mainland Japan. So it, it essentially is a self-defense system um, and that was quickly adopted by the police forces in Japan and they used that as a way, I suppose, of protecting themselves at the time. But the popularity of karate began to grow in Japan and they decided that they would introduce it into the school system as a subject. So they formatted it and made a syllabus about it and they successively ran that within the schools in Japan. And then um, I suppose the popularity grew outside Japan and it's now estimated that karate has been taught in over 200 countries and about 130 million people worldwide would actually take part in, in the sport. So um, it, it's, yeah, it really is enormously popular, yeah. Tell me, how would you describe the sport in terms of the, the different skill sets within the sport? You as the chief instructor, yeah. obviously, are an accomplished athlete in that particular sport, but how would you describe it to uh, listeners? Because I know you're keen to attract more members. Yeah, so um, we we tend to we tend to get people that join us for a couple of reasons. One of those will be the self defense aspect that I mentioned, as you know, as a way to learn how to protect themselves should you ever need to. Um, there's then the competition aspect. So um, karate competitions are run, I suppose, in every country really worldwide, and a lot a lot of people, particularly the younger people, are interested in that side where they can compete against other people. But there's also the fitness and the health benefits. So we would get a lot of people up. Perhaps it's been suggested to them that they need to strengthen their core, that they need to become more fit. So um, a lot of people would actually come up, come up, and you know they really would want to join more for the health benefits than anything else. And then I suppose finally there's the whole mind-body connection. So the sport requires a lot of discipline. Um, it's very good for confidence, particularly for young people as well, for coordination, flexibility. And yeah, so, so they're, they're probably the reasons uh, why we get members at the club. Sure. Tell me about the history of Kilkenny Karate Club. When did you kind of start off operations and who are involved in, in there? And, and do you have a base in Kilkenny, a, a centre where you train? Sure. Yeah, uh, Nicky, we began about 18 years ago. Um, I began teaching it with about two, two members, a member on the first night turned up. But we now have over 300 members in the club. And they're all pretty much based around Kilkenny. So it's really grown a lot, particularly in the last couple of years. And we use the watershed as our base to teach classes. So we teach up five days a week in the watershed and we run classes for kids. We run them for adults. We run them for teenagers. And then we run family classes as well, which are very popular. Yeah, from your own perspective, Kevin, when did you pick up the sport? Because if you're chief instructor, it would indicate to me that you're very proficient at the sport and you've been at it for many years. Yeah, I began, um, my first karate class was when I was about 10 years of age and I continued to do karate for about three years. And then I, during my teenage years, I walked away from it for a few years, but I came back then in my late teens and I've been at it since. So I'm probably looking at 
certainly in excess of 30 years been doing doing karate. Absolutely. And I think it's important to state to listeners as well that it is a sport in which you have both male and female participants. So that that makes it, I suppose that gets the the, the family values into the sport as well. Absolutely, yeah. Like within our, like we, our club is probably 85% children and I would say the split is probably 50-50 between females and males in the children and in the adults it'd be slightly more males but saying that, I'd say it's probably maybe 70-30 in terms of male-female in the adult side, but in the kids, yeah, and even in the teenagers, it's 50-50. Now, as the chief instructor, is that a busy role for you, Kevin? And do you have people who can help you there? Because clearly it's impossible for you to be in the watershed five nights a week, to be fair to you. You have, you have other activities in your life. Yeah. Uh, no, I have great support, in fairness. So... Um, I have some members. Some we have thirty black belts in the club. So a lot of, lot of, all of those would have joined with me initially as beginners, and they would have went through all the grading system and become black belts. So they all voluntarily help me out. They they assist. We often divide up the class, and we bring beginners one down one side of the hall, and more advanced students the other side. Um, yep. So I mean. I have huge support in that area. And, yeah, and uh, when, you, when you talk about people getting up as far as black belt, which is a, which is a very mm. high achievement in, in the actual mm. sport, who is the accrediting body? Is there a national body in Ireland that will come and, uh, and judge that people have reached a certain criteria? How does that work? Yeah. Um, we're part of an association called Japan Shotokan Karate Association. So that's a huge association with its headquarters in Japan, the home of karate. And they have affiliations in a huge amount of countries worldwide. So I'm actually their official um, representative in Ireland. So I've been awarded a grading license. So what that means is I have the authority to grade people up to a certain level. Um, So we would run gradings about three times a year. But in addition to that, um, we also bring experts, mainly from Japan, over to Kilkenny to the watershed every year to actually teach us and to do the more senior gradings. Oh, so yes, yeah, yeah. all all our grades are fish are are affiliated and awarded by the Japan Shotokan Karate Association. Now, we, I did say at the outset that you're continually, continually seeking new members, and I also know that the club yep. is offering free trial classes. You might explain that to listeners, because yep. um, clearly this is a sport, and you're quite right here, this is a, just, just a, any sport. It's a sport where fitness is important, and the whole health and well-being of people is at the core of the sport as well. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, we find that a lot of people may not be over, overly familiar with karate and what's involved. So what we do is we offer a free trial class. So they'd contact the club um, and we'd arrange for aid for them to come up and to take part in a class. And, you know, we chat to them after the class. We explain, you know, we explain what, how, how, how they would progress through the belts, what's involved in terms of getting a karate uniform and so forth. And it gives them the opportunity to try it out before they commit to anything. And that works really well. Like we'd find that maybe, you know, maybe 60, 70 percent of those that actually do the trial class stay with us. So, yeah, that's that's how we work that. Now, we'll chat about Germany in a moment, but is it an expensive sport for anybody to participate in? Um, I would say no. Um, I mean, the only equipment you'd probably need would be the karate uniform. Now, we give out those uniforms for free. So what we do is the club actually will invest the uniform in the student with the hope that they'll stay doing karate for um, a long time. 
it probably only gets expensive, Nicky, if you uh, if you actually start travelling to competitions, yeah, particularly is, outside the country. Now, yeah, yeah. And yeah, do, do you manage course, to get yeah. any funding from the Irish Sports Council or other bodies that would uh, uh, support your, which which wouldn't be in the overall context of sport in Ireland, it may be a relatively small sport, but that doesn't mean you're not entitled to funding from various uh, government uh, sports or, uh, sports sources. Yeah, it is something that uh, we haven't explored too much and it's probably something I probably would need a bit of help in looking into. So we welcome any anyone that can touch base with us to help us on that. But, um, you know, we do run a lot of events and we we do try to fund the club through those means. Um, and we have other members of the association in different countries that will come and support us. They'll travel over to us if we're bringing somebody of a very high level, maybe from Japan, to help with the costs. Is there a governing body in Ireland? Because I would have thought that they should be affiliated to the Irish Federation of Sports, which is headed up by Mary O'Connor, who, who I happen to know very well. Just would you, would you know if that's the case? Yeah, yeah, there is. There's, um, there's, there's, there is the Irish Martial Arts Commission, which actually would, um, I suppose, be the national governing body for all martial arts. Now, within that, then, you have the Anakai and you have Karate Ireland. So we take part in a lot of their events. For example, we took part in the national championships up in the National Sports Arena last November, and we came back with 13 medals out of that, 13 national medals for Fantastic, the club. Yeah. So we're, we're in constant contact with them. So we do get support from them. But, you know, it, 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 is, it is an area, a lot of it is to do with time and research, and we just need to maybe develop that side a bit more. Yeah. Now, going off to Germany to participate in this international mm. event, first of all, is a wonderful achievement for your club and your members. Yep. But clearly when you land in Germany, you'll be up against uh, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. good people in the sport from around the world. Now, that brings its own challenges, but it brings its opportunities as well. It does. It does, yeah. I mean, we've been training... Like, I mean, we, 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 like with the Kilkenny Karate Club, we train, we run classes five days per week, but we run them all year round. You don't really do seasons in karate. It's a continuous thing. You know, the team has been putting in extra hours. We have a good team. Like, a, a good few members of our team have won national championships in Ireland. Um, so we're confident that we'll do well out there. But you're, you're, you're 100% correct. We will be up against some of the best competitors in the world. Well, you're taking nine competitors with you, Kevin, and uh, you're sounding very bullish there in your comment, which is fantastic because it's important to go confident. But in order to, uh, mm-hmm. I suppose, develop the sport and for your nine people to, uh, to, to in, in, you know, get better at the sport, it's important they come up against uh, international uh, players as well because that's the only way you can measure exactly. if you're making progress. Yes, 100%, yeah. And I'm sure that's, you're that's you're travelling with Sarah, with some degree of confidence, yeah. Yeah, we're confident. Like, I mean, the, the national championships in Ireland is is um, a very big event and attracts over 500 competitors from all around the country. And I think there was even some international teams got involved as well last year. And we did come back with with 13 medals, and a couple of them were gold. So, I mean, I think that's that created great confidence in the members. So. Um, it, it'll be difficult to get medals like over there because we're up against really seasoned competitors and I think all our team by myself have not had international uh, experience as of yet so it'll be it'll be a new challenge for them but um, looking at the individuals we have I think I, 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 I think we have a chance 
Well, absolutely. Now, Kevin, of course, we talked about it just a moment ago. When you head off on trips to Germany, it does cost mm-hmm. money. And uh, Kenny Karate Club have set up a GoFundMe page. And we would hope that some mm-hmm. of the listeners listening to us uh, on this uh, interview with you would uh, go to the GoFundMe page and help you out because you need uh, you need assistance. Just tell us a little bit about that and how our listeners might be able to log on to the GoFundMe page and maybe just uh, donate a few bob. Sure. Um, we've put a post up actually just this morning on our Facebook page. So it's facebook.com forward slash Kilkenny Karate Club. So if anybody is interested in helping us, they can simply log on there and the, the first post that will appear will be a link to our GoFundMe page. Yeah, well, we hope people will be as generous as possible. Now, in terms of your future hopes for the Karate Club, um, anything in the pipeline that you uh, want to tell us about? Sure. Um, I think since since um, COVID, we're getting a lot of inquiries, particularly from adults who are interested in the fitness aspects and the mind-body connection of the sport. So our, our adult section of the club has grown hugely at this stage with over 40 members. And um, I think from, from their perspective as well, they often tell us that there's very, there's not too many sports available for people perhaps when they go into their 30s or 40s. So we have members, I suppose, right up into their 60s. So karate is a sport, I suppose, that you can do at a very young age, but you can continue doing it till as long as you want, really. So what we're doing is we have a philosophy, um, karate for everybody. So if you do have maybe an injury or if you're not particularly fit, come up, try a class concentrate in the fitness and the health aspects of it. There'll be no pressure to compete or to, or to move to a high level. As I said, we've an open policy. Come up, enjoy it, make friends, improve your fitness, improve your coordination. If it helps you in life in any way, well, that's a positive. And of course, we can't forget that, as with any sports club, the social aspect of it, aspect of it is important as well. Because I imagine among your team there, there's a there's a great bit of camaraderie when they're training and when they're in competition. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, some of the new members that come up to our club have also commented that how wonderful it looks where the more senior members will come down and. They'll reassure them and they'll help them with the techniques and they'll assist them all the way through. Yeah, we run a professional club, but it's a very friendly atmosphere um, and we like to think that everyone is kind of part of the Karate family while they're there. Now, obviously, we wish you well, Kevin, in uh, in Germany. Obviously, you're you're leading the group out there. And I suppose as the chief instructor, you see this as probably one of the milestones of, of this or any year, taking your members to a big international competition. That must give give you a great buzz as well as the uh, chief instructor. Well, it does, because I mean, I really think it's taken probably the 15 or 18 years of, of the club's history to get to this point. I mean, we get a lot of people who come in and they do karate and then maybe with situations in life, they change jobs or they move to a different country and they leave the sport. But we've now put together um, what I would consider uh, quite a strong team and they're quite eager and they're quite ready to get involved. And I think this is the right time, particularly after our results in the national championships a couple of months ago. I think now they really need to go and be tested against the best. So, yeah. 
Well, All Kevin, <laughs> we wish you the very best and your members uh, in uh, Lübeck in Germany in August and we'll be keeping an eye on proceedings. And we do wish the club well and I've no doubt uh, we'll be talking to you shortly, probably uh, after you get back from Germany, just to uh, give yeah. an update to listeners. Absolutely. And we'll be keeping an eye on it anyway because you'll be probably posting details on your Facebook we page, so we we'll be watching it. Kevin, we're delighted to talk to you. I wish you and everybody a safe trip to Germany and, uh, as I say, bring home the gold. Thanks, thanks a million, Nikki. Pleasure. Thank you.